Welcome to the Minnesota Healthcare Show, the first live weekly radio show in the country dedicated to providing resources and answers to all your healthcare, elder care, and caregiver questions. We have a great show planned for you today. My name is Ken Hagland, and joining me in studio is Valerie Richards. She is an Alzheimer's educator and family coach on aging, dementia, and end of life. We will be talking about Alzheimer's disease and other forms of progressive dementia, along with family coaching support services for caregivers, and ultimately how to improve everyone's quality of life. We are broadcasting live and are looking forward to answering your questions today. Please feel free to call us at 952-946-6205. Our show producer, Eric Nelson, will be answering the phones today while also running the soundboard and keeping us on schedule. Thank you, Eric. This show is brought to you each week by Minnesota Hospice, an independent, physician-owned medical practice serving local Minnesota communities for over 10 years with innovative and comprehensive end-of-life health care. If you have any questions regarding end-of-life care or support, please contact the compassionate team of experts at Minnesota Hospice at 952-898-1022 or online at minnesotahospice.com. We host this live weekly radio call-in show to provide answers to all the questions you may have regarding health care, elder care, caregiver issues, to help you and your loved ones plan for the future and enjoy your highest quality of life. Each week, we bring you experts from across the healthcare field to provide insights and recommendations on how to navigate the complexities and challenges of managing your health and your family's health, especially for those in our senior population and how we can help you prepare for the various stages of life's transitions. In addition, we provide vital information for the caregivers who are essential to supporting our aging population. We also talk about the lessons mortality can teach us and the importance of living each day with a purpose and without regret. I am grateful for the opportunity each week to discuss these timely and relevant topics with you, and I am thankful for the tremendous response you, our listening audience, have provided to us regarding this unique radio show. I also want to thank AM950 for allowing us the opportunity to pioneer this first-of-a-kind live talk show in the nation dedicated to health care, elder care, and caregiver issues. Please continue to send us your questions, comments, and suggestions. As you know, we are living in unprecedented times in human history. As the over 75 million people of the baby boom generation continue to move into retirement age, our population mix is rapidly shifting. The Social Security Administration reported that over 4 million people are retiring each year. That equates to over 10,000 people every day. The Minnesota State Demographic Center issued a report entitled Minnesota 2030, and in it they estimate within the next 10 to 12 years, the population of Minnesotans age 65 and older will be larger than the entire population under age 18 for the first time in the state's history. The need for elder care is growing and will be increasing at an accelerated rate in the coming years. Families need to begin planning for several areas of importance, including their housing requirements long before they need them. All these factors are contributing to an exploding caregiving workforce crisis. Minnesota currently has almost 600,000 unpaid family and friends playing a critical role in helping older Minnesotans live at home. We here in Minnesota are not alone in this extraordinary trend. The rest of the country is facing the same challenging realities. This phenomenon has far-reaching implications for our society our communities, and our quality of life. Each week during this broadcast, we will be discussing the impact this mega trend will have on you and your loved ones and what you can do to prepare for it and enhance your quality of life. I want to read a few things here since we're talking about Alzheimer's today. There's uh, a few points that I wanted to bring up. 
that's very unique. Um, and we've had uh, some previous guests on from the Alzheimer's Association. But I wanted to uh, remind our audience that Alzheimer's, which is one of many dementia diseases, progressive dementia diseases, but it happens to be the one that's the most prolific. Between 60 and 80% of all dimensions at this point are categorized as Alzheimer's. But it's the only cause of death in the top 10 in America that cannot be prevented, cured, or slowed. Almost two-thirds of Americans with Alzheimer's disease are women. One in three seniors will die with Alzheimer's or another dementia. Alzheimer's disease is the sixth leading cause of death in the U.S., and currently there are more than 5 million Americans living with this disease, and that is uh, projected to skyrocket to 15 million. Um, and there are currently over 16 million caregivers of people living with Alzheimer's and other dementias in the United States. In the United States, someone develops Alzheimer's nearly one every minute. And in 2017, the 16 million caregivers of people living with Alzheimer's disease or other dementias provided an estimated 18.4 billion hours of unpaid care, a contribution to the nation valued at more than $232 billion. And lastly, in 2018, Alzheimer's disease will cost the United States $277 billion. This number is projected to rise to more than a trillion dollars by 2050. So this is a, a very important disease and a very important issue that affects not only the aging population, but the caregivers that are taking care of them. And that's one of the reasons why I'm so excited to have my guest on today. Uh, her name is Valerie Richards, and she provides education for the community, also training for professionals, and works privately coaching families to facilitate quality of life through the challenging transitions of progressive dementia, aging, and end-of-life issues. She motivates and empowers individual caregivers, families, and the community to live well and interact positively with people with chronic conditions. Valerie is a certified advanced care planning facilitator, and she also helps individuals and families engage in conversations and document end-of-life preferences. With a background in business promoting medical products and healthcare services, a personal family journey inspired Valerie's passion to help others manage life transitions with education and coaching. She offers broad knowledge and shares personal experiences to provide a practical approach for living well with aging and chronic conditions. Valerie's audiences describe her as warm and personable and her presentations as informative, interesting, and articulate. Valerie has an MBA degree from the University of Wisconsin and a BA in psychology from the University of Minnesota. She is certified as an advanced care planning facilitator through Respecting Choices and has had extensive training in dementia care. She has been a volunteer speaker for Minnesota Council of Churches, is an Honoring Choices Ambassador, contributes to ACT on Alzheimer's statewide and in her local community, and has facilitated dementia caregiver support groups since 2011. Valerie is also a big advocate of pet therapy, and she's often seen at events and community living settings with her registered therapy dog, Linus. Welcome to the show, Valerie. Thank you, Ken, and thank you very much for having me. Well, we don't have Linus here. We don't have Linus. Maybe next time I'd love to come back and talk about pet therapy we, sometime. No, I think, and that's a huge topic. In fact, that's been on our list of shows uh, to get to. Fantastic. Um, we, we uh, our, in our practice at Minnesota Hospice, um, we have used pet therapy, and it is amazing the difference that makes to people, especially those with dementia. So, uh, sure, and that's one of the reasons I got involved with it is I saw the advantages of things like pet therapy, music therapy, aromatherapy for the people with uh, dementia, 
uh, aged individuals in tough situations as well as the families and the caregivers to provide some comfort and um, distraction and engagement. Right. It, we find it actually helps facilitate conversations. Absolutely. I've, I've done some end-of-life conversations with uh, the individuals in care as well as the caregivers with Linus there because it just yeah, kind of eases it, um, normalizes uh, the conversation, and uh, gets everybody a little comfortable. And what's so fascinating for us, it, we have seen that it doesn't matter the age e- either. I mean, it can be when there's you know, it's a family discussion sometimes about end-of-life care, and young people as well as the patient or their family that can be in their 90s, it's amazing what having a trained pet can do for just bringing these conversations to a much higher level than they would have been without having that pet in the room. Sure. Eases people a little bit faster. Yes, yes. Well, fantastic. Well, we're up against the last few seconds here of the first segment. It's time for our first break. We will be right back to continue our conversation about Alzheimer's and family coaching services with Valerie Richards. Are you thinking of selling your house or downsizing to main level living for an easier lifestyle? I'm Janelle Holty with Seller's Edge Home Team and Coldo Banker Burnett, your agent with heart. My team specializes in selling homes and helping you find the next property for all life stages. Call me today for your free equity assessment. I'll get you moving. That's Janelle Holty at 612-203-9661 or find us online at sellersedgehometeam.com. Crazy about pets? We are too. The Pet Connection Show is a great venue for fun, informative, and creative conversations about pets. Join myself, Kathy Menard, and Dr. Nicole Parole, along with guests who are leaders in the dynamic and growing pet industry, as we discuss healthcare, relationships, behaviors, and even political issues as they relate to our pets. So come, sit, stay for the Pet Connection Show, Sundays 11 a.m. to noon on AM 950 Radio, the progressive voice of Minnesota. Crooner's Lounge and Supper Club is delighted to offer its spacious facilities for your private function. From weddings, retirement parties, business dinners, or any special occasion, Crooner's combines a dedicated, full-service special events team, an award-winning chef, and a beautiful lakeside ambiance to make your event a resounding success. Visit croonersloungemn.com to learn more about their private dining options, or call 763-571-9020 to get a quote for your next event today. Litton's Party Value has moved one mile north. Get into Litton's Party Value is easy. Google 913 Plymouth Avenue North. Litton's Party Value's new location has the same great, fun, party, holiday celebration supplies. Visit our Halloween section for your Halloween party and decorations and costumes too. Litton's Party Value has the selection, the quantities, and the low warehouse pricing you love. Visit our new location, 913 Plymouth Avenue North. Yes, free parking, or shop online, partyvalue.com. Connections Radio Show is all about tapping into our hardwired hunger to connect. We examine meaningful connections to ourselves, our community, and the world around us by opening the door to innovative insights by a wide variety of interesting guests. We'll make the connections to something bigger than ourselves. Join me, Lori Fitz, your host of Connections Radio Show, and together we'll make the connections. Saturday mornings at 9 a.m. on AM 950, the progressive voice of Minnesota. Hello, humans. This is me, Ellie Krug, with Ellie 2.0 Radio on Monday mornings from 7 to 8 a.m. This week, I'll talk about the work of Reverend William Barber II, whose Moral Monday movement at the North Carolina State House helped to change the political landscape in that state. Then the big interview will be with Nick Alm of MosierMN.org. He's a 22-year-old idealist who's working for LGBTQ rights in East Africa. What an inspiration. LD 2.0 Radio, engaging and real on AM 950. Once I was 11 years old, my daddy told me, go get yourself a wife or you'll be lonely. Once I was 11 years old. I started writing stories Something about that glory Just always seemed to bore me Cause only those I really love Will never really know 
Welcome back. You are listening to the Minnesota Healthcare Show. This radio show is brought to you each week by Minnesota Hospice, an independent physician-owned medical practice serving local Minnesota communities for over 10 years with innovative and comprehensive end-of-life health care. If you have any questions regarding end-of-life care or support, please contact the compassionate team of experts at Minnesota Hospice at 952 898 1022 or online at minnesotahospice.com. My name is Ken Hagland, and joining me today in studio is Valerie Richards, an Alzheimer's educator and family coach on aging, dementia, and end of life. Valerie, before we get back into our conversation, let's tell our audience how they can reach you. Sure, fantastic. I would love to hear from people. My phone number is 651-210-7866. That's 651-210-7866. My email is vjrichards at familieswithdementia.com or the website where you can find information is uh, familieswithdementia.com or familieswithalzheimers.com. And you can also click and send me an email that way as well. Fantastic. And we will give that information out throughout the show as we come back from each break. Um, But before we get back into our conversation, I also want to let people know that uh, they can uh, call us uh, live on the air and uh, ask us a question. Um, These are very important topics that we are talking about today. And we've got someone in in studio here who's been doing this for several years and is really a a pioneer in in getting community education and information out. So feel free to give us a call, 952-946-6205. Well, last segment, we just started to get into the area of expertise that you do. And it's a fascinating area for me because um, our, our medical team uh, is constantly educating families uh, about the end of life side of healthcare. And um, sure. maybe what we could do here is just go and overview the services uh, that you provide both to communities and families in, in your practice. Sure, thanks, Ken. Um, the, as you said, Overall, I provide education and coaching around of these difficult topics of progressive dementia and Alzheimer's, as well as uh, aging transitions and um, end-of-life uh, transitions. And um, I consider aging a chronic condition, so my tagline is facilitating quality of life for those with chronic conditions. And how I do that is through that education and coaching. So I provide uh, coaching by doing uh, private personalized caregiver consults and family coaching sessions. The goals really of the coaching involves providing timely information to that uh caregiver or group uh, to uh, provide more understanding about the condition that they're uh, dealing with potentially, as well as uh, the future possibilities to really help them uh, make some goals, guide their decisions to provide that great care, along with maintaining their relationships and um, their well-being. Uh, social scientist Ann Hawkins said, you know, serious illness cements or destroys family relationships. And that's really true. I've seen a lot of examples over the years of families who've really been torn apart or come together through this experience. So the goal is to enhance those relationships, maintain them through that coaching, as well as, again, provide the best quality of life for the individual. And in terms of education, I deliver uh, community education. The goals of that are really to raise the awareness around these issues, as you did so well in the the setup of the program, the caregiving burden on us right now in our society and as a whole in our communities of these conditions is really uh, coming to a big wave here. So trying to raise the awareness in our community to uh, increase the understanding around these situations and potentially make it so that community can help overall with those caregivers and families. And then I provide training uh, sessions and CEU programs for professionals, Um, so the professional caregivers. Goals there really are to provide tools to those individuals. Uh, You know, staffing is getting tight around uh, providing elder care uh, professionally. And it's really important that those uh, staff members have the uh, tools and to, to do their job and to 
uh, manage the stress and the burden that they feel as well. So uh, really important to get them to understand the conditions they're coping with with these individuals. Also, to provide them some information to work better with the family and support those caregivers uh, and family members as well. So the education of coaching is, is uh, really vital to cope with these issues. Uh, I also provide advanced care planning consults or, <clears throat> excuse me, conversations for uh, families to engage uh, so that they have a little bit more understanding about the individual's wishes, uh, have the opportunity potentially to still document those wishes to, again, guide that care through end of life. And then I uh, facilitate support groups, and I do that professionally for organizations. There are many uh, residential care centers and community living environments now that are providing family forums, support groups, so forth, for their uh, communities, uh, clients. And uh, so I will appear one time, or I'll help them with an ongoing support group to uh, really uh, professionally provide some information. But also, the biggest thing with support groups that we hear is, People learn they aren't alone, and it's a real valuable time for people to learn from each other. I'm a real believer in going through these situations. Um, nobody has the, the right answer. Uh, what, what I try to do in my coaching and my education and in these groups is really em empower and provide information so that uh, those individuals can, again, make the best decisions for their loved ones. Um, along with coping with the stress and the uh, challenges that they face. And so support groups are a great place for people to learn from each other and realize not everybody has the right answer. I'm going to take that information and apply it to my loved one and their lifestyle and preferences and uh, deliver care for them. Well, you mentioned a point. Thank you. That was a great overview. Um, and you do a lot. And I, I, I remember it. Uh, um, uh, being uh, mentioned that you could be on the show, and I was really excited about that because I, I, I really enjoy having people with a passion, um, and it could be anywhere in healthcare, but especially with the aging population. And uh, and having met you, I can attest you have a strong passion for what you do. But I think you mentioned something about about families and how how serious illness or uh, a chronic condition can bring them together or push them apart right and um i'd like to just talk about that a little bit here when we get back on our next segment um and i think the reason it does push people apart is they don't have a facilitator uh and we'll get uh, some more conversation about that mm -hmm. but it sounds like you bring a lot of experience a lot of background um both in terms of talking to the communities um, and families, but also with uh, professionals as well. So I think we, uh, we have a great opportunity to talk more about some of these great things that you do to help support communities and families. We're up against our next break. Um, we'll be right back to continue our conversations with Valerie Richards about Alzheimer's and family coaching and community services. Songs have been sold. We've traveled around the world and we're still roaming. Soon we'll be 30. Hi, I'm Kirk. And I'm Chad. Here with Bricks Real Estate and the House Geeks Real Estate Show Sundays at noon on AM 950 with your House Geeks Market Minute. 2.89 is the average number of showings per week per listing in the 200K to 400K price range for the Minneapolis area. This is down year over year and is a key indicator of demand in the marketplace. Pending home sales are down 6.3% over the same time last year, and the 30-year conventional interest rate is at around 4.71%. This is is down just a hair over last week's 4.72. Conclusion for buyers, the slower showing activity and pending sales may be a great opportunity to take advantage of a lull in the market. And for sellers, with showing activity being slower over the last year, make sure you have high quality marketing and multiple showing channels working for you to keep showing activity up. Want to know the smarter way to buy and sell homes in the Twin Cities? Check us out online at housegeeks.com. Fall St. Paul Art Crawl, presented by the St. Paul Art Collective, will be running October 12th, 13th, and 14th. This is a must-do experience that you will love. Over the weekend, you'll have a chance to explore a wide variety of art while touring through local artist studios, lofts, and galleries. 
hosting over 300 artists. Up for purchase will be paintings, photography, pottery, sculpture, fiber arts, and more. The Art Crawl sprawls over 30 locations. Join the Art Crawl and discover outstanding art for you to own. And when you buy local art, you're providing to artists so that they may continue to create the art we love. The Metro Transit is supporting the local art community with a free transit pass. Download your pass to ride buses and light rail for free during the Art Crawl. Be sure to get details at the thestatepaulartcrawl.org. That's the thestatepaulartcrawl.org. The U.S. has been fighting for 17 years in Afghanistan, 15 years in Iraq, and four years in Syria. And now the Trump administration threatens intervention in North Korea and Venezuela. It is time to say stop endless U.S. wars. Join us on Sunday, October 21st at 1.30 p.m. at the corner of 3rd Street and Cedar Avenue South in Minneapolis. And march at 2 p.m. to say stop endless U.S. wars. March in solidarity with the Women's March on the Pentagon taking place the same weekend in Virginia. Make your voice heard. Say no to endless war. Say no to new wars and interventions. Say yes to money for housing, education, and the environment. Say yes to the dismantling of U.S. nuclear weapons. Initiated by the Minnesota Peace Action Coalition. For further information, call 612-827-5364. Let your voice be heard Sunday, October 21st at 1.30 p.m. at the corner of 3rd Street and Cedar Avenue in Minneapolis. With your AM 950 weather, this is Eric Nelson. Today will be cloudy with a high near 54. And tonight, cloudy with a low around 33. Sunday, partly sunny with a high near 42 and a low around 30. Monday's looking to be sunny with a high near 43 and a low around 33. Big Bear Lodge invites you to enjoy the Boundary Waters without packing a tent. The Lodge has a lakeside sauna, offers breakfast, homemade artisan pizzas, bison burgers, plus delicious beer and wine. Come find your smile at Big Bear Lodge. Check them out at BigBearLodgeMN.com. Soon we'll be 30 years old. Our songs have been sold. We've traveled around the world and we're still roaming. Soon we'll be 30 years old. Welcome back. You are listening to the Minnesota Healthcare Show. This radio program is brought to you each week by Minnesota Hospice, an independent physician-owned medical practice serving local Minnesota communities for over 10 years with innovative and comprehensive end-of-life health care. If you have any questions regarding end-of-life care or support, please contact the compassionate team of experts at Minnesota Hospice at 952 898-1022 or online at minnesotahospice.com. My name is Ken Hagland, and joining me today in studio is Valerie Richards, an Alzheimer's educator and family coach on aging, dementia, and end of life. Before we get back into our conversation, Valerie, let's tell our audience how they can reach you. Fantastic. Thank you, Ken. My phone number is 651 210-7866. I can be reached via email at vjrichards at familieswithdementia.com. And a website to reach some information is uh, familieswithdementia.com or familieswithalzheimers.com. And they can reach me through the website as well. Fantastic. And we'll give that information out uh, two more times here at the uh, uh, at the beginning of the next two segments. Um, but before we get back into our conversation, I want to let people know um, that they can ask you questions live on the air today, and they can reach us at 952-946-6205. Now, last segment, we were talking about some of the services that you cover. And you, you cover a wide range of services uh, for different audiences, which is really neat, um, all the way from professional uh, uh, sessions that you have with uh, other professionals and their CEU uh, courses, but also with communities as well as uh, residential facilities and uh, one-on-one or family private faci- uh, communications as well. So that's fantastic. But I, I'm always curious. Um, I know we had talked off the air uh, that this was a, a shift in your career at some point in your life. And I always enjoy hearing about that because the, sure. the, uh, when healthcare grabs you uh, and it just changes your direction in life, 
to be doing something different than maybe you were thinking about earlier in life. I always like hearing those stories. Would you give us a brief just background of you and, and how you got into this profession? Sure, absolutely. And I really do have a passion for what I'm doing. I always say we kind of covered what I do. This is why I do it. And um, as you mentioned, my professional background was in uh, companies related to uh, healthcare products and uh, medical services and so forth. And um, I was in entrepreneurial organizations. I was uh, basically uh, doing a promotion through the uh, getting the effective use of the products through education and training to improve the lives of people with um, chronic conditions. And I was continually learning and, and educating myself about different disease states and chronic conditions and medical diagnosis. Um, I had actually personally been involved, or, or I should say impacted, by a chronic condition since childhood. So I was trying, always trying to uh, improve quality of life um, for people in these health situations. My father was diagnosed with Alzheimer's, and I began studying dementia. And eventually I became a volunteer speaker to help educate others in the community, but also share about coping as a family uh, through these uh, situations. Um, through that time, my father-in-law also had been uh, diagnosed with dementia, and I was helping my mother-in-law with his care when she had a major stroke. And we knew that she would never be able to live independently again, so I was integral in helping my husband's family move him into an assisted living community where she could then receive transitional care and later uh, long-term care services. So for several years, along with my siblings and other family, I managed and coordinated my father's care through his end of life, and I helped provide information and make care decisions for my in-laws. And, um, you know, that through this personal experience, uh, through these challenging transitions um, with the aging, uh, post-stroke, uh, progressive dementia, and so forth, Along with the volunteer work that I was doing, uh, working with other families going through these things, I found there was a big need for caregivers to get help navigating the information, understanding diagnosis, uh, making care decisions, uh, learning about services, and all of that. So I became very passionate about helping individuals and families uh, live more positive through these uh, tough times while helping, again, ma them maintain their well-being and uh, relationships and so forth. Um, I decided to work independently to provide services to essentially, as I've said, facilitate quality of life for everyone affected by the chronic condition. Um, and the, the key goals there are to, uh, you know, enable the best uh, care for the individual, uh, to empower the family and the professional caregivers in their uh, delivery of care and, and decisions for the patient and, and individual, and, and then again, maintain those relationships and uh, hopefully uh, uh, enhance a, a caring community as well. Yeah, I think that's so important. We, we find that in our, in our practice, um, we're continually educating people and it's, it's the family, um, it's, the, uh, it's the staff at the residential communities that we many times find our patients. Um, and you're right, this whole caregiving thing, uh, as we talked about in the first segment, there's there's hundreds of thousands of people just in Minnesota alone, and there's millions across the country yep. that are dealing with these caregiver issues, and no one's trained them. I, I mean, that's sure. that's why that's why this radio show exists is to help let people know there's resources out there like yours, and it's so much easier to get a hold of you or anybody else up front. We talk about this you and I off air. Don't wait till the crisis happens because now you're scrambling and it's a lot harder to learn when you're in a crisis situation than if you are saying, let's start to plan. And we encourage on this show, plan, plan, plan. Talk okay. to people. Just put that information away in the back of your head because at some point you're going to need it. And, and you're a perfect example. You know, you know, Many people in your family had hit these major life events and Again, it changed your life. Right, absolutely. And, you know, having a proactive approach to these situations uh, is, is just so much more beneficial, not just for the care of the individual, but for the family and the caregivers. Um, there's been a lot of study around this that has shown that accessing services sooner not only helps maintain the physical health of if you have a primary caregiver particularly delivering uh, the bulk of the, the direct care of that individual, but it also helps uh, provide uh, more uh, peace of mind and more um, 
alleviation of the depression and the negative effects that we see of that caregiving. I think I think nationally it's about 25 to 29 percent of people report they were they were a family caregiver in this past year for someone with these um, conditions and in our elder care. And um, we know that a lot of the uh, elderly caregivers sometimes pass away before the individual with the condition. So yes. that brings up a whole nother aspect to, uh, you know, when I coach families, it's so important to address the uh, focus of what the care should be for that individual, make some plans, share it within your family so that um, you have a plan B, no matter who is the caregiver. Um, and uh, the other aspect to what you were talking about is I, I, I network and I work with a lot of senior professionals every day. And uh, I have a lot of senior professionals who say to me, you know, I need to talk with you because guess what? It's not the same when it's you're dealing with your own parent or your own spouse or whatever. So there's a lot of challenge with still applying that information to my situation when I'm in that emotional um, you know, situation myself with my, my loved one. So. Well, I think the service you provide also to residential communities is so important because as we see in our practice, there's a lot of turnover. There's a lot of younger people uh, in those, uh, those roles. And they haven't had the life experiences that maybe you or I or others have had, and we've we've gone through some shock events in our life, and right. and it it does it it helps you understand and have be empathetic, um, and resourceful as you keep talking about. Look at those resources. Find someone who can help you with these resources. Um, right. But I think that, as you mentioned before, when those shock events hit a family, it can bring them together or it can drive them apart. And I think without you know, having that facilitation or that understanding, um, it can be really, really tough on families. And we, you know, our social work uh, team is, you know, does a lot of work with families when they're discussing the end of, you know, end of life care and end of life situation. It absolutely can have a big impact on families. And one of the things I've seen is uh, sometimes I've had experience with a family in my support groups where things seem to be going along okay in the, the delivery of care for their loved one, and they seem to be working together and all, but then even after the death of the loved one, things fall apart and those uh, resentments rise to the top and so forth. So really getting some help to um, find the information, the timely information to apply. And a lot of when I coach families is, is getting that core group of people together who are helping deliver the care and most involved with the care and kind of bringing everybody to the same page. Uh, one thing I've found over the years is, you know, you may have three siblings involved and a spouse or something for the care of somebody with dementia, but everybody's on a different uh, point of the information and understanding they have about the disease and then also the experience with that individual. And so trying to bring everybody to the same page so they kind of are understanding the situation, making sure everybody's concerns are heard because what I think going into it might be the biggest concern of that daughter might not be. And so making sure they have a forum and an, an outlet to uh, share that, that, that concern. And then, um, you know, have them get get to those services and understand the resources so that they can provide the best care for their loved one. And all of that is so important. And I think, um, you know, even just one session, what I've found over the years is when I meet with families, you know, even just one session to kind of get them together, get them start planning, get them to understand their situation better is very beneficial in the outcome that they see and how that family works together in the long run. Well, and I would encourage that too. And you, you have mentioned that to me that just one session, it can be a, a 90 minute session or a 120 minute session, but it just helps frame the conversation. Right. Here's the things you need to be thinking about because I think that's what creates stress for people is they don't know what's next and they don't know what to do with the situation they find themselves in. Absolutely. And, you know, with a lot of the diagnosis we face as uh, aged individuals, and I always say aging itself is a chronic condition, whether we want to accept that or not, um, but a lot of the conditions we face, particularly the progressive dementias, um, the the healthcare staff sometimes doesn't have the time or don't do a good job of really explaining what this means for the, the life of that individual. A lot of families and even professionals imagine the, the person in the, the white sheets, pale, uncommunicative, um, you know, uh, uh, hard to reach right away. Whereas 
literally when we get this diagnosis, we have to not assume what that future is. We don't know how long it's going to be. It's very hard to predict. And essentially focus on, you know, what, what are that person's wishes? What, what is the best care for them, knowing their lifestyle and their preferences in the past? And then making those plans. And then we face what we face. But there might be a lot of lef- life left and good quality of life left uh, in that in that time. And so uh, try to be as positive and proactive as we can as caregivers and as families and access help sooner than later. Fantastic. Well, we'll be right back. We're up against another break. We'll be back to continue our conversation about Alzheimer's, family coaching services, and other topics with Valerie Richards. Are you thinking of selling your house or downsizing to main level living for an easier lifestyle? I'm Janelle Holty with Seller's Edge Home Team and Coldwell Banker Burnett, your agent with heart. My team specializes in selling homes and helping you find the next property for all life stages. Call me today for your free equity assessment. I'll get you moving. That's Janelle Holty at 612-203-9661 or find us online at sellersedgehometeam.com. I'm Connie Burek, co-host of Awakened Living Infusion Radio Show. Join Michelle Kitzmiller and I as we focus on all aspects of health, wellness, spirituality, and growth from a mind, body, spirit, emotion perspective. On the Awakened Living Radio Show, we will discuss stress, self-care, fear, happiness, beliefs, communication, joy, pain, trauma, and more. Join us for the Awakened Living Infusion radio show Saturdays at 10 a.m. Let us share with you ways to infuse vitality into life. Located just north of 50th in France, the Great Wall Restaurant has provided a delicious taste of authentic Chinese cuisine since 1981. Specializing in Sichuan and Peking dishes, they offer one of the most extensive menus in the Twin Cities. Favorites include hot and sour soup, pan-fried dumplings, and mushu pork with homemade Chinese pancakes. Stop by their Edina location or call for takeout at 952-927-4439. See the full menu at greatwallrestaurant.us. Hi, Gregory Rich, owner of Habitation Furnishing and Design and host of Drink in the Style right here on AM 950. Hey, I've only got a few seconds, so here's the deal. Habitation is the coolest furniture store in town. Not only have we got some of the most exceptional furniture in the cities, but in many cases, Habitation can offer you store credit on your existing furniture. Stop in, talk to one of our designers, and let us help you make your home exceptional. Habitation Furnishing and Design, 4317 Excelsior Boulevard in St. Louis Park. Standard Heating knows some things never get old for us Minnesotans. The fall colors, s'mores, and football tailgating. But some things like your furnace do get old, and that can mean higher heating bills. Fortunately, you can save $1,300 on a new high-efficiency furnace from Standard Heating and help cut your heating bills. Learn more about saving $1,300 on your new furnace at standardheatingdeals.com. Don't wait. These savings end October 31st. Standard heating and air conditioning. Comfort you deserve. As you know, I'm an animal lover, and you'd be surprised the mess just a tiny little chihuahua and guinea pig can manage to create. Thankfully, I call Zero Res to clean up the spots my critters leave on the carpeting. Their patented power water will clean the toughest messes and won't leave behind any of those smelly stains. Just call 952-ZERO-RES and tell them you're an AM950 listener. And if you're looking for a new gig they are now hiring, go to the careers page on ZeroResMN.com for info. Zero Res, spell it backward or forwards, it spells the same. Welcome back. You are listening to the Minnesota Healthcare Show. This show is brought to you each week by Minnesota Hospice, an independent physician-owned medical practice serving local Minnesota communities for over 10 years with innovative and comprehensive end-of-life health care. If you have any questions regarding end-of-life care or support, please contact the compassionate team of experts at Minnesota Hospice at 952-898-1022 or online at minnesotahospice.com. 
Com. My name is Ken Hagland, and joining me today in studio is Valerie Richards. She is an Alzheimer's educator, family coach, and community support on aging, dementia, and end of life. Valerie, could you give our audience a information about how they can get in contact with you? Sure, fantastic, Ken. Uh, my phone number is 651-210-7866. I can be reached via email at vjrichards at familieswithdementia.com. And the website is familieswithdementia.com. And they can also reach me through there. All right. Um, we, um, we do have a, a caller uh, Jane, and I'm going to check with Eric Nelson here and see if we can pop her on. Yeah, go ahead, Jane. Hi, good morning. I listen to your show every week, and um, I'm a, a big proponent of hospice. I'm an RN, and um, I'm now a caregiver as well uh, for my husband who has Lewy body dementia, and we've been at this journey 12 years. Mm. And so... Um, it's not stopping anytime soon because he's going outside right now, and he's outside right now doing yard work. But the things that I have found so valuable is um, it took me a while. I was a part of several support groups till I really found one that just met my needs. And the one that I found is also uh, part of the program where he goes five days a week. And so um, we share a lot. We d- develop a lot. They bring in financial planners and all sorts of things. So you can really be aware of what the landscape looks like. Um, I just finished going through securing all of our investments so that my signature is required for all withdrawals and other things like that that help keep things um, what's the word, stable, so that I can do my job a little bit better. Um, it, um, how can I say it? it? When I think I've put out one fire, there's another one that comes up. And so for whatever reason, my support, groups, support group uh, helps me deal with that because somebody there has experienced something or knows somebody who has it's the most invaluable thing I can actually say to people who are beginning the process is that you need a good support group and a good support system of advisors and stuff. Um, I have a heart condition, and my doctor, when I go in to see him, um, I told him initially, I said, you're part of my team. And the guy at Lowe's is part of my team. He helps me with repair work. The guy that... Um, uh, helps me with yard work and does different things around the house. They're part of my team. The psychologist I see, she's a part of my team. And so I think there are things that you can do and advice that you can give that's very supportive of people as they journey on this path that we're on. Well, Jane, you are absolutely right. And thank you very much for the call. Um, and I, I continue, I echo what you're saying there. You need to reach out do not do these alone by yourself. There are so many resources. We in Minnesota are so fortunate to have the best health care in the country and the best resources in the country here. And that's one of the reasons why people like Valerie Richards are so valuable to our communities is that they help to provide that encouragement and those resources for people. Um, anything you want to say about that, Valerie? Boy, Jane James? did a great job of, sure of summarizing yes. the importance of support groups and a lot of other things. And through that support group, uh, as she said, she's, again, learned from other people. Uh, she's gained understanding about this journey. Uh, I heard that her husband goes to a program, so she's getting some respite and some uh, social outlet for him. Uh, and just that... Uh, idea of building your team and planning for the future. So as she said, we have a a team, a varied uh, group on our team, and it helps us plan for the future, keep things a little bit more uh, positive, hopefully, as well as um, controlled, which can be a fallacy. But the big thing here is uh, so much of the time it's frustrating because I get phone calls and people say, oh, I, I need to meet with you, my siblings and I need to meet with you, whatever. So I always say, you know, it's great to get that whole team together initially, but sometimes let's at least get going because it's so important to be proactive and a couple of things around that. One is, um, you know, why do we want to wait to improve the quality of life for us and our 
our individual, but also, um, as Jane implied, I think uh, we want to avoid crisis. We want to avoid a life-changing crisis. Uh, so much of the time, things happen, and then somebody's in a situation where they really need to uh, take action. And if I've heard it once, I've heard it a lot from uh, the the caregivers and families I uh, come in contact with. It's I wish I knew then what I know now. I would have made a different decision or I might have had more options. I would have planned better for what was coming. I would have maybe not been so afraid in the meantime and stressed out. So it's really important to get these uh, help to these services and build that team early, but to at least you know get, particularly with that primary caregiver, get some uh, advice early on and some perspective uh, through uh, services like mine or, or reach out, period, to, as, as she said, Finding a support group that's appropriate for you is very helpful. Um, let me share a story. I, I heard, uh, or I, well, I heard from a primary caregiver at home. It was a spouse had been caring for his wife. Uh, another thing Jane mentioned is this journey can last for years or a decade or more. And uh, he had he had been doing a great job caring for his wife. Had contacted me a couple of times to have a consult, and it it never happened. He was busy, yard work, fall time, uh, otherwise. And um, essentially, by the time he then contacted me and said, can you come over today? I did, gave some advice, provided some comfort uh, for the individual, um, did it right in the home. And then I referred him to hospice because unfortunately she was at an advanced stage where pretty much the recent events had indicated she was probably at that stage. Um, provided him with a couple of referrals to hospice. And the next day he did engage with hospice. He was unaware of that service. He was unaware of what they could do. He was unaware that they could come right into the home. And so the, the wife did pass away within about eight days after that within the home. And he was very grateful he had gotten that assistance and that um, uh, service right in the home. So that's an example of getting help soon and understanding what's available out there for services can really make an impact in that journey. And um, not just for the end of life in this case for his, his wife, but also for him and his peace of mind and his comfort. Right. Well, we are at the end of the show here. I want to thank Valerie Richards, Alzheimer's educator, family coach on aging, dementia, and end of life. Um, we hope you enjoyed today's show. Please contact us with any questions or comments you have regarding today's conversation or let us know of topics you'd like for us to discuss on future shows. Thank you again for listening to the Minnesota Healthcare Show. And until next time, live well. Attempt to kill.